One. Welcome to the Bomb Squad Sports Betting Podcast. Um, we are doing college football. Earlier today, Austin had the privilege to be doing NFL uh, with Ben. So go check that out if you know you're into that as well. But we kind of decided to split them up thinking this might help people a little bit more concentrate rather than throwing a bunch of picks at you for two different um, leagues here. Um, and personally, I love both the NFL and college football, but I like college football a little bit more. So I'm a little bit more biased. I've done a little bit better money-wise, and I just enjoy it more um, from a fan standpoint. Um, so we're going to start out with super dogs today. Um, so we're pretty excited to do those. We kind of explained it last time. Austin, you want to explain that just in case they didn't go back and listen? Yeah, so we kind of stole this idea from college game day. Um, if you pick a underdog that's fit, uh, three to seven points and they win, you get two points. Uh, seven and a half to 11 and a half point dogs get three points. 12 to 17 get four points. 17 and a half to 21 get five points. And if you pick a dog that's 21 and a half points or higher and they win, you get 10 points. Uh, that's if they win outright. If they cover, you get one point. So uh, we did really well on these last year. So we brought it back. Uh, so after three weeks, last week, Spencer was the only winner with Western Kentucky at plus six and a half. They should have won outright. Should have won outright. They screwed Spencer out of a point. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of upsetting. But I had Fresno State plus 16. Their star quarterback got hurt in the second quarter. So that kind of ruined all my hopes there. Nick had BYU. They just kind of got their ass beat from the beginning. They were really never in it against Oregon. And Ben had Miami, Florida plus five and a half. They lost by nine, I think. Or Ten. Mm -hmm. It was a pretty close game. Like that. They had a shot at the end. Maybe they lost with seven. I don't know. It was pretty close. Um, so after three weeks, me and Spencer are tied with four points. We're both two and one. Uh, Ben's one and two with one point, and Nick is 0-3 with zero. He's <laughs> Sounds about right, man. Um, the college game day guys, their current leader, Reese and David Pollock, both have three points. David Pollock's 3-0 and on covers, but he has no outright wins. Um, Desmond Howard's also 0-3, so him and Nick, who, him and Nick are looking to get their first wins this week. Um, I think we're going to get a sweep, to be honest. Um, starting off with Ben's pick, because he's not here today, he has Washington State plus 6.5. They play at home against Oregon at 4 o'clock Eastern time. I actually like this pick a lot, too. I think it's a letdown spot for Oregon. They just had a big home win against the top 15 team in BYU. I think they're going to overlook Washington State, who actually has a great, surprisingly great defense, which you don't say too often about the Pac-12. Mm -hmm. um, but they do a great job of getting the quarterback, and we all know Bo Nix is not a good quarterback. So I, I, I like this pick here. So Ben's got Washington State plus six and a half. I have – who do I have off the top of my head? I cannot think. We'll go to – IU. IU, 17. Oh, I have IU for half. 17 and a half. Uh, this number keeps going up. I actually betted at 14 on Sunday. This is one of the rare occurrences where I was long, wrong on line movement. Um, so I cashed out of that bet, and I rebetted at 17 and a half. Um, I, I just don't see Cincinnati as a type of team to blow people out. And IU is number one in pace of play in college football this year, which is a shocking stat. Like, I don't think anyone – I didn't even realize that until I saw it. But I think their offense, while it's not good – I do think they will score points in Cincinnati. And if they can't keep this within 17 points, I deserve to lose. Yeah, I agree 100%. I, I like yours a little bit more than I like Ben's. Ben is – that one scares me just because if he could have got it at seven and a half, I would have liked it a little bit more. But who knows? It could be a field goal game. Um, I do my, think the public will be heavy on Oregon, though, too. So yes, it could go up. You might want to wait till Saturday to make this bet. Mm -hmm. um, we don't recommend parlaying these because these are all single spread picks on underdogs. I do parlay them like a, like a pizza money, like five bucks on it or something. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, definitely wait till Saturday to get Ben's line because you might be able to get Washington State at plus seven or plus seven and a half. Which, yeah, which would be huge, yeah. Um, for me, I decided to go with uh, Rutgers. Um, and I always say it wrong. That time I actually think I said it right for <laughs> once, which is kind of crazy. Wow, R good R for me. Yeah. Rutgers. The reason I'm taking them is not because of them, but because of who they are playing, which is Iowa. And here's one of the things I very much hate about the sports books. I don't know if you guys noticed this today, but they haven't released the first quarter over under for this game yet because they know dang well I want to bet it, even though Iowa screwed me last week. Um, but you it is at seven. Do, right? What? You know what they're going to do, right? 
what put it at three instead of putting it at seven and a half like they always do they're gonna put it at seven they're gonna yeah. put it at six and a half i i hate no, that they'll I put it right at seven because if they get a touchdown it's a push not sure yeah. no they'll just because they don't want to give that hook to anyone i hope people bet the over a bunch of dummies bet the over and then i can get the under once it gets to seven and a half but <laughs> i got it at seven and a half I think they beat Iowa. I don't think Iowa's good by any means. It's a night game. It's a home game. Um, Big Ten road games. It seems like the home team is always doing pretty well, especially at night. So I decided to take them at seven and a half, um, thinking they might help me out here. So who you got, Nick? Um, I like the Rutgers pick a lot. I was going to pick that if you didn't pick it. Mm -hmm. um, I got Wisconsin 19, uh, plus 19 um, against Ohio State. My hope is that they slow the game down and just ground and pound them, run the clock. I mean, I don't think they're going to win outright, but mm. I think they can cover for sure. Um, hopefully they can slow down C.J. Stroud. Their defense isn't bad, so Wisconsin plus 19 is my pick. Hopefully I can get one this week <laughs> since I'm 0-3. <laughs> Yeah, Nick's so, more of a favorite better. You guys should just fade my super dog every week and probably make money. <laughs> I was going to ask funny. if you would recommend it. It's funny because game. last year you, you didn't do great on super dogs last year, and then the one week you won like a plus so, – so Nick was playing catch-up, so he started betting like plus 20-point underdogs to try to gain on us. And the yep. one week he fucking wins outright. We didn't it was a Navy. We had like a plus 8,000 parlay, and we didn't – oh, we didn't do it. <laughs> that was tough. <laughs> All right, moving on. We want to go down the list. Do you want to talk about the good, bad, and ugly, though, a little bit, Austin? I didn't yeah, know. I'll talk about the good, bad, and ugly from last week. Uh, the good, uh, Florida State came back and won after their, their starting quarterback got hurt. I know that was big for us. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a lot oh, yeah. of Florida State bets. Uh, we actually had Florida State in our money line parlay, which cashed at plus 770. Uh, that's two weeks in a row. So if you're, you should be telling us at this point because we're cashing shit. Mm -hmm. um so yeah we went four for four on best bets and they all hit pretty easily to be honest like i don't think any of them were really a sweat i think nick had tennessee first quarter minus or over 11 and a half points that hit with like eight minutes to go or something in the first quarter mm -hmm. they ended up scoring again uh i can't remember what else all we had on top of our head but i i remember them like i didn't even have to like watch the games they hit so easy ben um, had georgia minus six and a half they had a pick six. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. The only one that scared me, I thought, was mine, which would have been Maryland, because they came out looking a little slow. Oh, and yeah, in the yeah. second half, they dominated, because yeah. I was like, oh, gosh. But yeah, I will take that back. Maryland was a little bit of a sweat. They, yeah. They def their defense is definitely a little shaky. Mm -hmm. um, we had Georgia on a lot of stuff. They're easy covers, which brings me to my next point. If they're going to keep putting Georgia and Alabama first quarters at, like, minus six and a half, I'm going to keep betting them until they change. Mm -hmm. they're, oh, yeah. going to, they're going to win 10 out of the 12 games they play this year doing that. Yeah. Um, Cal, every I had five bets in the Cal-Notre Dame game. That just seemed like an easy bet. Uh, I think we did Cal for our monster teaser, adding 13 points to it. That was never a doubt. Mm -hmm. so I don't know, like – I, I know I know Spencer's going to think we're throwing shade at him, but Notre Dame's a really easy team to handicap right now. They just can't score, and can't. every game's going to be a close game. So yeah, when you have a have bad when you have a bad offense and a good defense, every game's going to be close. I mean, it's just that simple. It's easy to pick their games. I think from here on out. Right, they were giving us Cal at plus thirteen or whatever. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. I don't know why I didn't just make that my only bet for the week, but. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have here? App State won in a Hail Mary to cash my one to 13. So I also had Troy plus the points. So I was trying to hit them both. And uh, <laughs> did you see that play? I did see it. No, I wild. didn't see it live. I saw it, I saw it afterwards because I was out cooking and I came in and I even showed Chelsea and she was like, oh my gosh. It was like off a tip too, wasn't it? Yeah. It, was or like, it wasn't expected. It was the guy in the front. Mm -hmm. um, so that was the good for the week. Overall, pretty well. I hit a monster parlay. Uh, the bad, not really in terms of betting, because we had Syracuse money line, which also, actually, that was in our money line parlay. Yep. Uh, we got pretty lucky there. Purdue had two really stupid, unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. What's well, new? They had another one in the next drive. Then they had – Syracuse only had one positive play that wasn't a penalty. Yeah. And it was a touchdown. And I didn't know that on a extra point like that that you could stack – 
um, unsportsmanlike penalties like that, like because they got oh, one yeah, yeah. and then they got yeah, the other one. Double I, up if they're dead ball penalties. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I've never. It's never been a circumstance where I was watching a game and that's happened. I'm like, wow, yeah, that's mean, pretty rare. <laughs> I know it's bad because we're we're Purdue guys here, but they they handed the game to Syracuse, which helped us cash some bets. So it's one of those where you're like happy your bet won, but you're like, what are you doing? Like mm-hmm. just bad coaching, bad execution, and like. I guess if you're going to lose to lose one of your favorite team's games, at least you win the bet. But that was pretty bad by Purdue. They've now choked away two wins. They should be 3-0. I don't want to talk about it. The ugly, I would say Air Force. So we did a monster teaser last week, and I actually had Air Force minus three. They were 17-point favorites, and they lost outright to Wyoming, which is pretty bad. Uh, we, had, we had – I forget – one of you guys had lost your monster teaser pick too. Kansas State lost outright to Tulane at home as two touchdown favorites to Tulane. Um, we should have seen both coming with letdown spots, but what can you do? Yeah, um, I ended up Can't doing trust five. Adrian Martinez. Yeah, Adrian Martinez <laughs> is bad. I ended up doing five new monster teasers and they all hit, so I guess I got him back. But yeah, just some ugly execution by teams. So that was the good, the bad, and the ugly for the week. Yeah, I like that. I like that we do that. I think that's fun um yeah for sure so moving on we'll move on up the list um which which next we didn't do this last week we didn't talk about on the podcast but we're definitely gonna talk about instagram and the podcast and that's our monster teaser um so DraftKings is the only place you can do this um and a monster teaser, a normal one they can go up to 10 and a half i think or 10 right and they're gonna seven oh wow i thought they did 10 even and then like on points bet you can do alternate spreads up to 10 and a half so okay 13 is 13 is in rare air. You can't do this anywhere. Um, you can do it on DraftKings, but you can only do four picks. It's an automatic minus 140 money line, um, which kind of sucks because I wanted to – I know me and Nick wanted to do like a 13-leg one for fun and stuff, and I actually wrote them all down and 12 of the 13 hit. So it was the one that I actually gave out that lost for the Texas. <laughs> but, yeah, it's something fun to do if you have a group of friends. Uh, you get 13 extra points on your pick. So, yeah. You want to go first, Austin? Uh, you can go first. Okay. I actually am doing Georgia um, and Kent State under 75 and a half is where it would be at. So I'm going to, we'll all say the lines that it is going to be at. Um, I even liked it where it was. So just to get those extra points, um, I don't see there being that many points. I see Georgia coming out scoring a lot and then kind of coasting. Um, and I don't think I see, you know, Kent State scoring at all. Um, so Austin, shout out to Austin because he did kind of give me that one. My previous pick, and this is something too to talk about with these, make sure you're getting these at critical numbers. So you don't want to get it to like 17 and a half or even 18. You would want 18 and a half because they're not going to pay out if it's exactly 18, which we had happen in NFL um, this last week. Um, yeah, we talked about that. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. Any missed, no, missed extra point would have won for us. Yeah, any, any missed. Um, so, I mean, that's it's important to get those key numbers, 75 and a half. I'm doing the math, you know, that's not necessarily at a key number. So that's a number we like. Um, so that's kind of why we're rolling with that number. If you want to go. Yes. Go ahead. Oh, so just backing off uh, Spencer's pick. Nick actually sent this pick to me earlier in the week. I didn't even think about it, but it's actually, well, it's his best bet. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. It's actually my favorite bet too. Um, so I, I do a lot of Georgia stuff through work. And when they get big leads, they coast in the second half. They, they put their backups in and granted their backups are good but they run the ball, they run the clock. And a lot of times when they're blowing teams out fourth quarter, they'll go from a 15 minute quarter to a 10 minute running clock. I've actually seen it five or six times in the last eight years of doing Georgia games. So it happens about once a year and uh, can't stay. I wouldn't be, they're good. They're awesome. And an okay team, but I wouldn't be shocked if they don't score a point. So at 75 and a half points here, I just don't know how they get to that. Like mm-hmm. George is probably going to, even if Georgia scores 56, that means Kent State's going to score 21, which I just don't see happening. Yeah. Uh, I think this, that's the best bet of the four, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So great find by Nick. Uh, perfect pick. Uh, yeah, I love it. Uh, for my pick, I got, I have Kansas and Duke over 53 and a half. I think this is a no-brainer. Kansas has set the over in six straight games by an average of 10.8 points. Nice. Last year, these two teams played at Duke. It was 52 to 33, which would have covered by 30 points. Uh, I mean, 
Duke pretty much got it by themselves last year. Uh, all three of Kansas's games this year have been in the 66 to 97 point range, which would all cover by 13 points. Uh, all of Duke's games have went over. All of Duke has scored 30 plus points in all three games. Both are top 10 in tempo. I just don't see any way this doesn't score 54 points. Yeah. What do you guys think? No, I love this pick. I think this pick's great. Um, like I said, the pace, 27. Yeah, and really, too, when I'm looking at over-unders, you look at pace like that of play, like you're, you're spouting off. I think that's what the key numbers that we're looking at that. There's just no way it's not going to happen right. because when you're you giving yourself plays, more chances to yep. hit by more plays. It's those opportunities for sure. Um, and then Ben's pick is Washington Moneyline. So he got it down from, was it at 13 and a half to and exactly half. Moneyline? Yeah. yeah. So They're at home against Stanford, which – yes. And we, we saw them score some points on the USC, but overall they're not a very good team. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, yeah, exactly. Right. Nick, I love your pick. I love that you're coming around to uh, a team that you really love. I don't love my team that I picked. <laughs> I hate IU, but I'm going with IU plus 30. I mean, it's bomber super dog. I don't think there's any way they lose by 30 plus, even though they're the worst three and team in college football, <laughs> the luckiest team in college football. There's no way they lose by 30. If, if you would have told me before we recorded, like, our, our preview of Big Ten that in Indiana after three weeks, the team with the best record would be IU, I would probably try to punch you in the face. <laughs> I mean, it, it wouldn't have shocked me because they played three dog shit teams. That's no true. Thing, but yeah. they should be 0-3. Yeah. They got, I agree. They got lucky versus Illinois. Like Nick said, they got lucky versus Western Kentucky. They should have lost that game out right at one point. They're live win expectancy on ESPN was like 4%. And that was in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, they went on like a 23 to nothing run or something to win. Yeah. I watched the whole game. Cause I was pumped. And I'm like, let's go. Let's go. They played Idaho or Idaho state. Idaho. Like 13 to nothing at halftime. At yeah. Half. They've just, and honestly, and honestly too, they just played better in the second half. The one thing that has impressed me with them though, and it makes me feel better about this plus 30, their defense is better than I expected it to be at the beginning of the year. Their backers yeah. are playing a little bit better than I originally thought they would be playing. So plus 30, it's a great pet pick. I I'm with you. I do think – I don't think they're a good team, but I think they're better than what we expected them to be. Yeah. And I do think they have, like, a certain fight to them. As the kids say these days, they have that dog in them. Mm-hmm. I do think they have that element to them, and I do think they can score points. It does kind of suck we're not getting a key number here at 31 and a half, but I'm with yeah. you. I'd be, I'd be shocked to see them lose by 20, let alone 30. Yeah. I'm with you guys. I, I 100% agree. And I think with their defense being a little bit better, I think it'll keep it close, which is nice. I think, what do you guys think? I think they'll score 20 or 21 against Cincinnati. Do we really think Cincinnati is going to drop 50 plus on them? No, no, no. I don't see Cincinnati scoring that much. I see it being like a 10 point game. When I kind of go through and score them, I had it. I think 10, I think is what I had it at at the most. So, so for those of you listening, our monster teaser, which can be found on DraftKings. Uh, it's a minus 140 no matter what you pick. We have IU plus 30. We have Duke and Kansas over 53 and a half. We have Georgia and Kent State under 75 and a half. And we have Washington Moneyline. Um, so what you do is you go through and you pick their spread or the total. And then you go over to the bet slip and you go down and click teaser. And it gives you the option of six, six and a half, seven, or 13. You click 13. So that's how you do the monster teaser. It's a lot of fun. I, I wouldn't be shocked if we don't lose another one all year. Yeah. We shouldn't. We shouldn't. We shouldn't. Yeah. We shouldn't. We, we shouldn't. had pretty much two touchdowns, too. Yeah. So I like the theory. I think it's fun. And like, I, I, w- like I, d- I do want to start putting more money on them. I definitely do. I was putting a little bit more money. I need to put more units than what I, what I am originally put them on it because it's, it's good value. So, so what I do is I know I bet more than the average better, but I bet 140 to win 100. That's yeah. what minus 140 means. So, mm-hmm. Um, adjust your units accordingly uh moving on to might as well just get into the good stuff our money line pick where we've won our last two uh if you've done the last two you're up 11 units so on a roll baby you might want to be listening to these one i'll start off for ben ben took kansas home against duke minus 285 uh i'm with him here kansas is the surprise of the college football season three and oh i know duke's three and oh as well with a nice win over northwestern but Kansas, they just won at Houston. This is somewhat of a letdown spot, but you never know. They might be amped up because they're playing another uh, 3-0 and team at home. So I- I'm with Ben here. I think Kansas wins this game. Uh, do you guys got any thoughts on Kansas? 
I haven't watched them, but I, I seem I, like they're rolling. Yeah, I've watched they them. They can score. Daniels, Daniels is a he's a good quarterback. I, I think he's a, he's very underrated just because he's a quarterback at Kansas and they haven't had a good quarterback in so long that he's like he's automatically written off. But he's a good athlete. He's he's yeah. They'll score points for sure. I, and I and I truly think too. I, I I think he's a lot better, like you said, Austin. I agree with that. But I also think too, like the public just does not like Kansas in the college football world. So getting you're going to be able to shop him for a good line for a while, but then it'll be one of those things that'll get popular, and then it's one of those things you'll eventually have to fade because people will be boosting him a little too much. So that's a every- great point. That's a great point because last week they were plus ten at Houston, and everything I saw made it a no brainer bet. But there was just something inside of me that was like, I can't back Kansas. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. But and that's exactly I, I, right. I do think they're – I don't know. They're not undefeated good, but I do think they're a lot better than, than they're getting credit for. Yeah. And that's – and that was kind of my point of saying that. Not only that, too, but, like, even this week, when I – like, I'll go and do – when I do research, I'll look to see what other people are picking. Everyone was all over, um, you know – Anytime they're playing, that anyone's been all over them every single week, it seems like, even including this week. So it's like, you know, when the public's all over someone else, it's usually pretty good to go on the other side. And Kansas has kind of proved that theory. So, so wait, so the public's on Duke? Yeah, they're all over Duke. Or at oh, least wow. a couple couple different people I saw. I need to look on betting pros to look at percentage, but I saw four or five different companies and some bigger ones that they were all like, oh, that's a no-brainer. Duke's a no-brainer bet. And I'm like, that makes me think it's not. So. I just – don't think anybody saw that week four would have three and O Duke at three and O Kansas. I don't think anyone <laughs> yeah. saw that. No. Three and O IU too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you got, Nick? I got uh UNC North Carolina minus one twenty five against Notre Dame. I mean, I'm gonna keep betting against Notre Dame till they prove me wrong, but I think that Notre Dame is going to be able to score a little bit on their on North Carolina's defense because it's not good. They give up 62 points to App State. But I think North Carolina eventually will just be able to outscore them. I think we'll be close, but I think they should definitely win. Yeah, I'm, Sorry, I'm with Spencer. You. I think it's going to come down to whoever has the ball last, to be honest. That's this is a game before you bet it, Nick. I like this is not a game I would touch with a 10-foot pole. But <laughs> Last week, you had to back Syracuse, so I will back North Carolina in this bet. And honestly, it'll work out either way for me. If Notre Dame wins, I'll be happy. North Carolina wins, I'll be even more happy because our bet will hit, which will be awesome. So the I only- can't bet on Drew Pine either. He looked – whenever I was yeah. watching, he looked bad. I think, only- I think he looks better than who they had at quarterback. I think he looks better than – but that's Buckner. my opinion. I think he moves the ball a little bit better. But I do agree with you. This is, I think it's an interesting game just for college football people to watch in general. Because you got a terrible offense in Notre Dame and a terrible defense in North Carolina. But then you have a really good yeah. offense in North Carolina and a pretty good defense in Notre Dame. So it's going to be one of those games. I will say, North Carolina, Miles Murphy, they're a good defensive end, probably their best defenders. He's playing on Saturday. And yeah, he hasn't been playing. Okay. That's so, that's a big deal then. But also, Josh Downs, their, their stud receiver, is questionable for Saturday. So has he played this year? He, yeah, he played week one, scored twice. Um, he played versus App State in that shootout. Yeah. Um, and their running back is also questionable. But nice. Yeah, I, I, I think there's decent value. I think whoever has I like, the ball. I do like the value of it. I think it's a good number. It's good value for sure. But yeah, uh, Notre Dame's got to prove us wrong at some point. Otherwise, we're going to keep fading them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, I decided to go with uh, Minnesota. On their at Michigan State, I do think this one will be close, but I just think Minnesota is the team. I've been saying it week in and week out, besides last week when I accidentally called them Maryland. My bad on that. Um, but looking at their last three games, you know, they started out week one, they scored 38, blue team 38 to zero, scored 62 the following week, and then 49. I think they just have that offense. I mean, their offensive coordinator, along with Morgan and everyone else they have, they just have a great offense, great defense. I still think they have a good chance to win this side of the Big Ten. I really like them, and I think here it has to start here for them, and I think they realize that. You know, you go on from here, you got to play Purdue, who could, you know, play good at any given week. Illinois, Penn State, you know, they got to play some tough games, so they got to start it here, and I think they do. So They just do such a great job of running the ball, too. Mm-hmm. Like, all their running backs are so good. Even when Ibrahim comes out, like Trey Potts and the other guy, they're both so good still. Fun to watch. <laughs> the only thing that worries me about Minnesota is they're a public dog now. Like they opened plus two and a half. Now they're two point favorites. 
Mm-hmm. So that kind of line movement's not great for us, but it's hard to back Michigan State here. I know I got Minnesota at plus two, so I'm kind of with Spencer here. I Michigan State is the same boat as Notre Dame. They got to prove us wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Minnesota also hasn't played anyone, so they got to. We we have a lot of good futures on Minnesota, so they got to do it against a decent team like Michigan State. Um, mm-hmm. We we did know. Oh, that was one of our best bets last week. Minnesota first half team total. Yep. Hit, hit halfway through the second quarter. Um, piggybacking off Spencer, my money line pick is TCU minus one twenty. They're playing at SMU. The away team has covered seven out of the last ten in this rivalry game. Um, close proximity. It's hardly a rivalry game. I know I've been to Dallas, so TCU to SMU is about like a fifteen minute drive. So it might honestly be a 50-50 crowd. I know there's a lot of TCU fans in that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, TCU's won seven of the last nine against SMU, and they've won 16 out of the last 20. So they've established some good dominance against SMU. Uh, SMU might be off a little bit of a letdown of losing on the road at Maryland last, last uh, Saturday night. And one thing that kind of startled me is week one when TCU played Colorado, they started uh, Morris – the quarterback who transferred to TCU with the coach, Sonny Dykes from SMU. And we were all like, what's going on here? Max Dugan is one of the top four or five quarterbacks in the big 12. Why is he not starting? Well, after a dog shit half of uh, (laughs) Morris, they decided to put Dugan in. And since they put Dugan in, in the last two and a half games, TCU outscored their opponents 90 to 24. Wow. I know it's a bit of an inflated line because they played Colorado, Tarleton state and some other shit team. But it's still a night day difference. Dugan's he's a stud quarterback. Uh, Mordecai's a good quarterback too from SMU, but I think Dugan's right there with him. SMU's also 0-6 in the last six home games against TCU. So TCU really does have their numbers. So I'm going with them for my money line. So to do a money line recap, Ben has Kansas, Austin has TCU, Nick has North Carolina. North Carolina, and Spencer has. Minnesota. Minnesota. So I'm not sure off the top of my head what those odds are. Have any of you placed this yet? I have. I placed it yesterday, though. So I mean, I'm, I'm guessing lines have changed a little bit. I'll bring it up here real, real quick for us. But we can move on and talk about the next one while I'm getting Okay, there. well, he's looking that up. Uh, we will move on to our lock parlay. Ben has Oklahoma halftime, full-time. Um, on some books, it's called Double Result. You can usually find this under Game Props. That's minus 230. They are playing at home under the lights against Kansas State, who just lost a heartbreaker at home to Tulane. So you do know Kansas State's going to come ready to play for this game, playing a top-10 team on the road. But I, I'm kind of with them here. Oklahoma should win on talent alone. Uh, don't really have any thoughts for that. He didn't send me any notes. So moving on to Nick. Um, Washington, halftime, full-time, minus 210. Uh, there, it was Ben's, uh, what was it, monster teaser pick. He picked Washington. Um, I think Michael Penix, I think he's a stud. I mean, Stanford's not that good. USC moved it like nothing on him. So, I think they'll be able to move the ball and score a lot. So, mm-hmm. definitely think they can be up a half and win. So, Washington, minus 210, halftime, full-time is my pick. Oh, how the tables have turned. Just two <laughs> years ago, Nick was a Michael Penix hater. <laughs> I was. I was, um, I was. So I found the parlay first off. It's we I got it at plus 639. Plus 639. Lock it in. Yeah, lock it in. I was pumped when I got that because I'm guessing it's a little bit different now. But um for my lock pick, I did Colorado team tund- team total under 17 and a half. Um, they're playing UCLA, who has a pretty solid defense. If you look at the box scores, you wouldn't think so from last week when they barely beat South Alabama. But there are some other plays there that kind of played into factor that weren't necessarily the defense's fault. Um, but I think overall they'll be able to hold Colorado, who has been absolutely terrible. I mean, even if you look back at the things that have happened to them, uh, TCU held them to 13 points. Air Force held them to 10. Um, Minnesota hold, held them to 7. So I don't see that not hitting – I really like that pick. I just think Colorado is a really bad team. Even when I was on their campus when I was in Colorado a couple weeks ago, um, and I was talking to one of the guys there, and he was saying that they're just god-awful. Morale's <laughs> low. Yeah, he said morale's just low, and I was like, yeah, man. So definitely going to fade him if he recommended that and he was on campus. 
Yeah, I, I like where your head's at. I've we actually we faded Colorado against TCU and against Air Force. Uh, they did move the ball a little bit better against Air Force, but that's not saying a whole lot. I mean, Air Force hasn't really known for their defense, but they couldn't move the ball at all against TCU. Uh, yeah. I, I I just think it's a broken team. I think I think the way they've lost their three games that they're just they've already packed it in for the year. Uh, they're gonna have they're gonna lose a lot of guys to transfers at the end of the year, even probably during the season. From uh, I, I've been there. I used to be a manager for Ball State basketball. We started out twelve and one, and then they lost twelve games in a row. Like once you start losing, it's it's, it's a contagious thing. Like it's mm. hard to break out of. So I'm with you. The only thing that would worry me about that is I watched the UCLA game versus Bowling Green, and they gave up a lot of weird scores. Like Bowling Green blocked a punt and took it to the house. Like it's the stupid shit like that that loses those kind of bets. But if as long as UCLA doesn't make dumb mistakes, this bet should hit easily because Colorado's offense is nothing to write home about. Exactly, yeah, and that's – I'm a little worried about that. I'll have my bricks ready to throw up my TV if anything like that happens. <laughs> um, <laughs> so my, lock, my lock pick is uh, Virginia first-half team total under 11.5. Uh, we highly recommend getting this in as soon as you can because they play Friday night. This is not a Saturday play, so if you're doing mm-hmm. our parlay, you're going to have to get it in by Friday at 8 p.m. Uh, so Virginia's offensive line is, is absolutely terrible. They forced four turnovers in the first half against Illinois and only scored three points on them. And a couple of them were inside of Illinois' 30-yard line. So uh, I need to wrap this up. we got a minute before recording stops, and we have to restart. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, the O-line's terrible. Syracuse's defense has been awesome. In the first half allowed against Louisville, they gave up seven. UConn, seven. Purdue, nine. Louisville and Purdue have two pretty high-powered offenses, so Syracuse defense is here to stay. Uh, I look for them to just dominate in the trenches. Uh, also, Virginia against Illinois only scored three. Against Old Dominion, who's not that great of a team, scored ten. Uh, I really love this pick here. So, mm-hmm. to recap our lock parlay, Ben has Oklahoma double result. Nick has Washington double result. Spencer has uh, all right, all right. team total under 17 and a half. And I have Virginia first half team total under 11 and a half. Uh, I'm not sure what the odds are on this. It's probably it's somewhere. plus 560. I, I just typed in. Plus you got it too? I got 562. Let's so that's go. better than our last, last few uh, lock yeah. parlays have been. Um, uh, we fully recommend getting this in as soon as you can. We are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to finish up this episode. Welcome back. We just took a quick little break. Uh, we are moving on to our best bets. Nick, what you got for us? I got a uh, Georgia Kent State under 62 and a half. I know we talked about, about this a little bit, but I'll give you some numbers. Uh, Georgia hasn't scored more than 49 this year. They scored 49 versus Oregon. They scored 48 versus South Carolina and 33 versus Sanford. Uh, Kent State, surprisingly, um, they gave up 33 points to Oklahoma, and they gave up 45 points to Washington. So they haven't gave up. I mean, Washington has a good offense, so they only gave up 45. And I will bet Ben's working Achilles that Kent State does not score a touchdown on Georgia. Well, uh, so, what was the Kent State-Oklahoma uh, score, like 33-7? to 7? I think it was 33-3. 33, Thirty-three to three. They scored so, yeah. twenty on Washington, but they're not going to score on Georgia. Right, they played a similar type team as Georgia, and like we mentioned earlier, Georgia they know how to coast through a game without getting people hurt. They just run the ball, run the clock. Um, love this pick. That is also my that's my favorite pick of the week. So, I think it's up to minus one twenty. It was at minus one ten, minus one twenty on DraftKings. Yeah. So this is my biggest play of the week too. So, I definitely love that too. Ben's best bet is USC double result halftime full time. Uh, you can get this at plus 100 on DraftKings. Uh, I think he's just riding the wave of UFC here. USC here, they kind of their offense is unstoppable. Um, they do have some holes in their defense, but they are playing Oregon State, I believe, on the road. Uh, I think Oregon State is going to come to play here, but at the end of the day, you're getting a top five team, top seven, whatever they are, at plus money. You kind of got to play it. So I, I like I like where Ben's head's at, ride it until it loses. So that's Ben's best bet. Uh, Spencer, what's your best bet? 
So I got Tennessee, Florida first quarter over 13 and a half. Tennessee with their offense and not great defense. It has looked a little bit better than I previously thought. This is going to hit easy. Um, went back and looked first. I mean, Tennessee, first game of the year, 17 points, second game, 17. Um, and then even last week they had 14. So there's no doubt I think this will hit. Yeah, Florida's probably the best. I mean, they are the best team they've played so far, hands down. But I still think that offense can move the ball enough. And I think that defense is maybe even weak enough that they give up a big play possibly. So I think at 13 and a half, I'm taking that. Um, we've kind of been riding that Tennessee wave of first quarter either spreads or total points. And I think we just continue until something happens. So that's another reason why I picked it too. The stats are there and we've hit, hit them every week. So the, the thing about this bet is you're either betting Florida to score a touchdown or you're betting Tennessee to score two touchdowns. So because Tennessee will score once in the first quarter, that's a given. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, For sure. I'm kind of with you. Like I think Tennessee's defense is not good. They just haven't played anyone. So I think teams that are just okay should be able to score all over them like they did last year. But in Florida kind of has Tennessee's number. I think they've won nine out of the last 10. Mm-hmm. So, I'm excited to watch that game. Yeah, it's, that's arguably the game of the week as far as, like, big programs playing each other, I would say. Yep. Uh, maybe Ohio State-Wisconsin, but I think the Florida-Tennessee game gets me a little more excited than that game does. Uh, my sure. best bet is Navy first half team total under seven and a half. In their two games this year, they scored zero against an FCS school in Delaware. <laughs> And they scored seven against a pretty bad Memphis team who is pretty damn bad. Um, and they have a horrible defense, too. Navy's offense is 130th out of guess how many teams, Spencer? Yep, you guessed it, 130th. <laughs> I was going to say 129. They are dead last in points scored as an offense. Their passing is 126th out of 130. This is just a – they're 121st out of 130 in yards per play. This is just a team that – They've fallen off the wagon. Like when we were in high school and college, Navy was a team like you couldn't take lightly. Like Navy were dogs. Mm-hmm. And they're four and 16 in the last 20. The under has hit in seven of the last nine. Their team total under uh, for first half here would have hit in the last five games. Uh, I can't remember who they're playing off the top of my head. Who are they playing? East Carolina, I think. East Carolina, who has a good defense. Um, they did give up 21 in the first half to NC State, but that's a top 15 team here we're talking yeah. about. They also had a lot of good stops against NC State. I know they stopped them on the one-yard line seven times. So yeah. They should have won. Didn't they miss field goals at the end? Yeah, they yeah. They, they gave that game away after. Oh, well, NC State, had they made better decisions, should have won. But how the game played out, ECU had every chance to win that game. Um, I think they're a scrappy team. Good defense. I just don't see how Navy scores more than a touchdown in the first half if they score even at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree with you. ECU gave up seven points to Old Dominion in the first half last week. So Old Dominion's a little bit better of an offense than Navy. Still not great. They're not, they're not known for scoring, but uh, I love this pick. It's a little juiced at minus 125, but I think it's worth playing. So okay. to recap our best bets, Austin had Navy, first half team total under seven and a half. Uh, ben had USC halftime full time plus 100. Spencer had Tennessee Florida first quarter over 13 and a half. And Nick had Georgia Kent State under 62 and a half. Yeah, I love I love all four of these picks. It's not it's not every week that I'm like, oh hey, I'm jumping over joy for all four of our picks. But this week, I think I'm going to play five units on all of them. To be honest. Yeah, if you were, if you want to be a crazy bastard like me and parlay them together, it's plus ten ninety three. Did you do that last week? I'm, I'm I did do that last week, and it hit. I didn't do. I haven't done how, it. How much did you win on that last week? Um, let me see here. Let me find it. Nick also hit like a two hundred dollar bet off a free ten dollar bet or something. That's right. Was that, was that NFL or college? College. So. Yeah, I just I had a five dollar free bet, so I was just throwing stuff in there. Oh, it was a five dollar free bet you won two hundred on? Yeah, man, even better. Yeah, last, last week it was plus ten ninety three too. Wow, wow! I might do it this week. I don't know. I haven't. I, I'm, I'm I'm gonna throw something on it. I would say I like so many bets already. Yeah, right. We've <laughs> uh, we had a really good streak last year when we were rolling, but I would say we're on a similar path right now. Going, what are we seven for eight on our last eight best bets? We've had our last two money line parlays over plus eleven units. Nick's hitting ridiculous parlays. I'm hitting ridiculous parlays. 
I just feel like the whole squad's kind of rolling right now. Mm-hmm. But um, so that's it for picks. We're going to talk about our, our playoff right now. Who are the four teams that's impressed us the most right now? Uh, what do you guys think? I think we're all in agreement with Georgia, Bam, and Ohio State. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. It looks like we're in a little bit of a disagreement here with USC and Michigan. Uh, I guess my – so I'm on USC, but I would just say that's based off explosiveness. Like, yeah, Michigan's blown every team they've played out, but they've played literally the three worst FBS teams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, uh, USC has shown at least against a little bit better competition that their offense is for real. I think they're gonna have shootouts with every good team they play. Yeah, there's holes in their defense, and Michigan's defense is better. But if you ask me which is a better team right now, I think I would say USC. What do you guys think? I I mean, so I I put Michigan, but I kind of spin zoned it a little bit for me and was like. I don't see the committee picking them, but we are going off obviously what teams look the best. I would see, I would say USC obviously looks better, but for me too, I think there's again, which I hate. Um, there's such a talent gap between those first three teams and whoever that yeah. four team is going to be, which is going to suck because whoever is number four getting in again will be someone that everybody talks about and argues about and we'll try to talk about and argue about and then they'll get smoked by all of them yeah and it sucks every year year in and year out so i'm pretty sour about it but i'm also a notre dame fan and they haven't deserved to be in the playoffs and been in that situation and it's happened to them so i just know it's probably going to continue with somebody but i don't know usc if i'm being honest i haven't got to watch them as much as i would have liked um but they might be the team to what Act 12 after dark exactly yeah. yeah so that's that's my that's my bedtime so because my kids like to wake up in the middle of the night right now <laughs> um but I, I do think you know maybe they could be that team because they kind of got an explosive offense their defense hasn't impressed me enough to think like they could compete with ohio state bama georgia but i think as far as looking at the four top teams they would have to be it just based off a of talent they played over michigan michigan's got big tests this week I mean, yeah, I, I think Spencer's on to something here. Like, Michigan obviously has the better chance of making the playoff because they're not really going to get tested until they get to Ohio State. And if they beat Ohio State, then they're in the Big Ten championship game. Yeah. And the Big Ten West is pretty weak, so they're probably going to win that too. So they definitely have an easier path to make the playoff. Yeah. Yeah. But, US, uh, USC only really has, I think, one tough game the rest of the year, pretty much. They play at Utah. Nope. I think this week's game's tough. I know. I mean, they play Oregon. Night, if they can but... get through Oregon State, they play Arizona State, Washington State at Utah, Arizona, Cal, Colorado. That's going to be a blowout. At Utah, will be a tough game. That will be a tough game. And they play Notre Dame to end the season, but and that one's at home too. And I mean, they yeah, their schedule is super favorable too. I didn't even necessarily think about that, but I don't know. I I think if you're USC too, you got to think when you join the Big Ten, it's going to be tougher. Oh yeah, for sure. sure. But one thing that I think's on USC's side is I think the the longer the year goes with all these transfers and freshmen, the better they're gonna get. Like if they're gonna lose, it's gonna be like to an Oregon State or a Utah somewhere earlier in the season. Those last three or four games, they're not gonna lose because they're gonna be locked in. Mm -hmm. Um, Jordan Addison, I mean that dude's unguardable. Caleb Williams, he's so electric. As long as they can just outscore teams, they're going to be fine. Yeah, that's what it comes down to is they're going to have to outscore teams because defensively they're not super strong. That's why me personally, before the season started, I thought they would have at least one letdown game um, at some point and break down a little bit and be classic USC. But so far, you know, their defense has been able to produce enough turnovers too, which has helped them tremendously. You know, like Stanford even, they were kind of hanging in and then they had a turnover in the red zone twice. You know, in the first half, and I'm like, didn't, that kills. Didn't the they game. have four pick sixes against Rice? Yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. yeah. I mean, so they've been a little opportunistic. Some would say probably lucky. Like that stuff's not going to happen against Utah or Oregon State, good teams. But I'm with you. I do think there will be a game that they're supposed to win that they'll lose, um, just because of how volatile that defense is. Yeah. But I think if it, I think it'll be to Utah if anyone. That'll yeah. be a tough game at Utah. Sure. I do think that plus three I got on USC against Notre Dame like six weeks ago, it's turning out to be the steal because if they played each other right now, USC would probably be eight or nine point favorites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I stole, I stole some points there. Oh, yeah. I'm shocked that they had it that far out for you. 
So at the start of the year, they do like all the main rivalry games on FanDuel. Oh, nice. I didn't know I'm that. I'm sure okay. you saw them on there. Like they had, they have like three or four each week, just like the main games. Huh. Um, so like Tennessee, Alabama, Louisville versus Kentucky, those kind of things. Auburn, Alabama. Hmm. Um, actually, I bet they still have it up right now. Yes, I didn't. I didn't even. I I don't remember seeing that, but I probably did. I just don't remember it off the top of my head. I looked down a little bit. I know Clemson was favored of like two and a half versus Notre Dame. So they have Michigan and Ohio State listed right now for November twenty sixth. That's the only future game out right now. What is that line at? We have Ohio State minus ten and a half. I think it, I think it might have opened at like 14 whenever I saw it. Yeah, it was 13 and a half when I saw it like in June or July. <laughs> but that's weird that they have all of those games out so far in advance and then they just pull them like once the season starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I wish they would keep them up. That would make me more intrigued. I would, I, there would be certain games I would want to go like after someone craps the bed and be like, hey, this would be a good number to get them at. My guess is what they're doing with that Michigan Ohio State game is they want people to bet on Ohio State so they can get it up to like 14. And oh, then okay. Ohio State will probably win by like 10. So all those people will lose. <laughs> probably. Um, but that's really all we got, unless you guys want to keep talking college football. I don't have what's any your, other. Uh, what's your prediction for Clemson Wake Forest this week? Well, that's another one. Call me crazy. I think Wake Forest wins. I, I was going to bet Wake Forest money line, just a little sprinkle on it for fun, actually. I was just looking at it. So. It, yeah, I will say sharps are on the wake side because I bet them at plus 14 and a half on Sunday and it's down to plus seven. Yeah. Public betters don't start betting until Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So maybe I'll stay away then. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just tough to like, I do think they'll cover seven and a half as well, but it's tough to bet someone at seven and a half knowing you could have had it at 10, 13, mm-hmm. 14. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, I know Nick. I know, well, I guess all of us. We thought Clemson was pretty fraudulent last year. They were still a good team, but their offense had struggled moving the ball. Um, I just, yeah, I just don't see any way that they blow Wake Forest out on the road. Yeah, that's not. I happen. think Sam Hartman will keep him in that game, and I don't think DJ Ungalele's good enough to. I don't know. Like I, I would be more shocked if they won by eight plus than if Wake Forest won. Yeah, I agree too. I'm with I don't you. Trust DJ. How long until uh, the five-star backups starting for them? Oh, Probably this off. week after Wake Forest kicks them out. I'll say if Wake yeah. Forest wins, there you got your answer. Honestly, too, that's one game. I didn't see – were player props out for that game yet? I was waiting for player no, props. I don't think they don't so. have props out for shit yet. They're, I guess they're tired of me taking them for <laughs> yeah. prop money. Well, that's, you were talking about, like, parlays and stuff hitting. Like, that's what I feel like I've hit the most on. Like, I'll find two or three, like, minus 120, 130s. Yeah. Put them together, get like a plus 200, plus 300. Easy. Like one. Jordan Addison minus 180 yeah. touchdown. Give that to me every week. It's crazy. He's going to score a touchdown with B. John. 12 games. Oh, yeah. I, I just, I, I honestly think you should, like, people should put a sprinkle on Wake Forest 1 to 13. It's plus 400 on points bet. If they win, they're not going to win by two plus touchdowns. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's, worth, that's worth the play, I think. So, like, I would rather play that over Wake Forest money line, but. Wouldn't it? I'm actually a Clemson fan. Like, I grew up liking Clemson too. But wouldn't it be a sweet story if Sam Hartman comes back in his second game back and throws for 350 yards and four touchdowns against Clemson and they win? I would like it. To see their fans kind of like rush the field. I mean, I would say it's a rivalry game. Wake Forest is North Carolina, Clemson, South Carolina. So, DK has got some player props out. Yeah, I'm just looking at that. I know. Uh, Before you look at it, Austin, let's play Guess the Line. All right. With your favorite running back from Minnesota. Ibrahim's up? Yep. Yards or touchdown? Uh, yards. I haven't looked at touchdowns I'm yet. I'm going to guess know. his yards line is 92 and a half. 127. Wow. It's Michigan That's, State? Yeah. Minus 115. <gasps> I, was like, I was waiting for it to come out because I thought it would come out at 92. Okay, there's no way you can bet that. Oh, I can't. I he want like, to, but I can't. I mean, he could obviously get it. It wouldn't shock me. But what do you have against Colorado, who's the worst rush defense in college football? Like 128? Yeah, something like that. I mean, they took him out like a little 20 bit. 20 touches? Like, that's a stupid line. I'm yeah. not, Honestly, I might bet the under. Yeah. And then they didn't have his touchdowns, but they had um, – oh, they just locked it. Damn it. I hate when they do that, where they put they lock it. Like, look at that. I was oh, at them and they lock dude, it. they change player props yeah. like, in seconds. If you find something you like or you're thinking about betting, you do it now. I got two I like. I saw Addison touchdown minus 190. Me. Oh, too late. You told me. Okay, yeah. then Bijan touchdown 
What's his line? I'm going to guess minus 220. Minus 185. One touchdown. Yeah. That's worth I've it. I've been parlaying those two every single week. Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't. There's Plus a lot of touchdowns. I'm like, now I'm all excited. It's about damn time they put all that stuff out. They're like two days later than normal. I Any know. other uh, games they got props out on? They have a bunch. They have, a, they have like a lot yeah. up right now, but they keep on opening and closing. You can sort them by the prop. You don't have to click on the game. That's, a, that's what I'm doing. I'm going and just right, scroll, so through, the scroll through a game and I'll, see a, I'll say something that I think that I'll, I would like. Okay. What so, about uh, Kansas State, Oklahoma? Start at the top. Okay. okay. It would start with West Virginia, Virginia. Start like the Tech. new, yeah. So West Virginia versus VTAC. I wouldn't play a player prop in that game. Yeah. Virginia. Syracuse. Okay, Sean Tucker, I would play his rushing yards if it's like 90 or below. It's 104. I think I would I think I'd put a make a play on that. Yeah, my uh, We saw Chase Brown run for like what 180 on Virginia? Yeah. 134, mm-hmm. something crazy. Sean Tucker's just as good, if not better, than Brown. Yeah. Um, what's his touchdown? I'm gonna guess minus two twenty. Oh darn it. Um minus rush fifty five. Yeah, that's definitely worth a little parlay piece. Just locked on mine. I don't know if it locked on yours. Nick touchdowns did again. What's the next game with player props? Maryland, Michigan. Maryland, Michigan. I don't think I would play anything. Maybe Tonga Viola to throw a pick. Oh, I'll have to go passing props now. But I would only play that if it's like even or plus money. That's minus 200. (laughs) Yeah. To throw a pick? Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. His uh, yards are 273. That seems kind of high. What's the next game with player props? TCU, SMU. TCU, SMU. Um, Your boy Max is up. The running back for TCU, I would play his rushing if it's 72 or higher. Or lower, I mean. Uh, are you talking Trey? Yeah. His is 73 and a half. Man, I, think was, I, would, I think I'd make a play on that. Damn, you were close. We got to do like a new segment called Guess the Line where we do this with Austin. <laughs> What's the next game? Penn State, Central Michigan. Yeah. Penn State, Central Michigan. Honestly, I think I would take Daniel Richardson over passing touchdowns. If it's one and a half, I would definitely play it. Do they have it? I was looking at rushing. Um, I'll look. I was looking at rushing, too. I was looking at Singleton. The worst part is when Um, you switch over, like – Yeah. It wouldn't shock me if Penn State pulls their – if they get a big lead, if they pull their guys, because they'll have a Big Ten game the next week. Yeah, but I I do think Central Michigan can score on him. Oh yeah. So if his touch if his touchdowns are one and a half and it's a decent line, I would play it. For sure, I'm with you. Duke Kansas. They didn't have the line out for Central Michigan guys. No, they only had Clifford. Okay, Kansas and Duke. Um, I don't think I would play anything just because I think there's going to be a lot of points. Maybe Daniel's rushing touchdown, if it's plus money. Let me see here. Every time I sort it or switch it, I have to. I'll say it switches over. Minus 175. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't play that. Next game is Baylor, Iowa State. Baylor, Iowa State wouldn't play anything. Gross game. Terrible offenses. Uh, Texas Tech, Texas. Uh, Bijan rushing touchdown, which we just mentioned. Um, I don't. Who's playing quarterback for Texas this week? Is it? Hudson Card or whatever his name is. Uh, they don't have any lines for Texas. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I really do think I can make a. I can. I honestly could bet every single game, and I bet you I would be plus plus units. Oh yeah, I believe it. Uh, Michigan, Michigan State, Minnesota. Um, I would play Ibrahim touchdown if it's minus two hundred or better. They do not have it listed. That's because they, they know, know it's a lot. That's because they know when they put that out, I'm putting that with Jordan Addison touchdown. <laughs> uh, IU Cincinnati. IU Cincinnati. Um, there's a lot of guys questionable on Cincinnati. I don't know if I would play anything on that game. What's the next one? Spencer. Oh, I, I didn't have it up. I thought Nick just had it. My bad. Oh. I was I was honestly trying to download the other audio so we could get it up tonight. I want everyone to bet these lines. I'll see what's back here. So you can actually sort them by passing props, and it shows you every passing prop there is. Yes, which is super nice. So Jalen Daniels from Kansas, we just talked about that game. His passing yards are 180.5. I would take the over on that for sure. Huh. Yeah, that would be a good one. That's nuts. 
Uh, other passing yards. Holy crap. Did you see the TCU SMU props for passing yards? No. Max Dugan's passing yards are 330.5, and Tanner Mordecai is 323.5. Holy cow. If you're taking the over on that, you're a madman. Sounds like something Ben would do. Jeez Louise. Ah, Spencer Petrus. Under 162.5. Put a unit on it now. Easy. Spencer Petrus to throw an interception. Do it now. Super easy. I'm trying to figure out this Dropbox situation, and I'm going to do that. I'm actually really excited for this UFC Oregon State game. Mm-hmm. What do you think I can get Spencer Petrus? Oh, my gosh, to throw an interception is minus 110. Are you serious? I mean, he's only going to throw 15 passes, but. Uh, good value. I'll take that chance. <laughs> that is true. That's pretty good odds right there. Adrian Martinez, the throw pick, minus 140. You got to play that with something. That dude is trash. What was going through Kansas State's mind when they're like, oh, we need a new starting quarterback after losing a four-year starter? Let's go get Adrian Martinez, the guy who's had a turnover in like 45 of career 55 games. Like, let's see what happens. Like, might as well. Emory Jones to throw a pick against Utah, always a good bet, minus 150. Uh, he was a turnover machine at Florida. Passing touchdowns. Anything I like here? Oh, can we just mention how bad of a quarterback Garrett Schrader is on Syracuse? Some of his throws have a zip on him. On <laughs> Purdue still off. He's just He just wants to run. That's what it is. I can't believe how – so these lines are so juiced because the public only bets overs. Oh, yeah. But you're also kind of crazy if you bet an under in a college football game because they can go to double overtime. They triple overtime. They do. I mean, it happens a lot. Oh, my gosh. I might play this. Spencer Petrus to not throw a touchdown pass is plus 195. I'll I'll play that, those odds. They're lucky I already gave my best bet, and this would be it. Yeah, that's a great bet. I like that bet. That has to be an Instagram bet. Is there an uh, is there a way to do an alternate under on Iowa Rutgers game? Yeah, like it is. over unders. Yeah, I might I do so under twenty eight and a half is plus two fifteen. I would. I would not that as my monster Iowa, here. Like, I think it's more likely we see an Iowa thirteen to ten win than we see a what's the normal line thirty four than we see an Iowa twenty four to ten win. Oh yeah. What do you guys think? I I like it. I honestly thought about doing something crazy like that, but if I do those kind of things, it's usually Saturday morning. Feeling courageous on Saturdays. What, what was the Iowa score last week against Nevada? 23 to nothing? Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Iowa's Nevada total points was 31, 31 and a half. I bet it under with Syracuse money line cash. It was like plus 300 or something like that. Another, where did Kansas State go? Adrian Martinez did not throw a touchdown pass, plus 150. Paid him, too. Um, I don't know if I would bet that, though. But Oklahoma's defense has looked really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, rush yards, anything notable? Uh, if you're listening to this and we say something, I recommend doing it quick because the line can change six to seven yards in five minutes. <laughs> it's on, it honestly is crazy. It is. It's really. It really is. Especially when we're in our group text. No, no, no. Okay, so can the TCU game you asked me about? You asked what the yards were. I was talking about Kendra Miller. His line's ninety six and a half. Oh, uh, not Trey. So then you would. So then you would play that because that was a lot closer. I, I thought you said Kendra, not Trey. So, no, I would not play that. There's no way I'm betting oh. to get 97 yards, even though he might get it. But the John Robinson's line's 110 and a half. Holy cow. Ibrahim, 127 and a half. I bet you Bijan touchdown FanDuel is like minus 300. Yeah, theirs is weird. It is every week. I guess it's anytime touchdown, but still. Yeah, what are the chances he gets a receiving touchdown? He did week one, though, because I got Yeah, that's true. He ended up scoring a rushing touchdown, though, still. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really like any of the rushing yard props. They're kind of always high on yards. It's kind of it's hard to get a yards prop unless you get it right when it comes out. Uh, rushing TDs, Sean Tucker minus one fifty five. I just don't know how you can't play that. 
putting that in my best slip right now. Especially against Virginia. Yeah, Virginia, they've been getting – What did Chase Brown do? Didn't he have – I don't know off the top of my head. I want to say he had like 180 and a touchdown, didn't he? Spencer, can you look that up? I can. Chase Brown versus Virginia. The John Robinson, yeah, touchdown at minus 185. Got to play that. I like the – Caleb Williams had – I think he had – did he have two rushing touchdowns last week? He's plus 140. Yeah, that's a solid bet at plus money. He's been known to take it in himself. I'll throw that in. And then receiving touchdowns, Jordan Addison. Where are you, my guy? <laughs> that's a lock every week. They have a lot of games not out with player props so that I thought they would. Like, where's the Florida-Tennessee props? Yeah. That's a big game. They need to have every available prop bet out. Like, it's game time's coming up, guys. It's I'm going to keep betting uh, Charlie Jones yards every single week, too. Yeah, you have to. If they're going to offer it, you have to. Same with O'Connell. Why wouldn't you? They don't even run the ball ever. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, kind of crazy here. JSN, Smith and Jigba, touchdowns, minus 180. Brown is minus – or not minus. He had 20 carries for 146 yards. And a touchdown? He did not have a touch a rushing touchdown against Virginia. Oh, wow. He had – Actually, now I think about it, that's the game – oh, no, it was IU. Yeah, IU. No. Marvin Harrison to score touchdowns, minus 195. He's gotten one every game, I think. Mm-hmm. So definitely some good parlay things here. Minus 190 for Addison. Didn't you say minus 180 like five minutes ago? Yeah. Lions moved already. I bet it. I'm going to make sure. I, I bet it. I parlayed it with Bijan. Yeah. So I guess it was, it's, it was minus 190 still. So you can get Addison, Bijan, and Sean Tucker at plus 286. Yeah, I like that. That's crazy. And I'm going to put um, Spencer Petrus to not throw a touchdown pass. That makes it plus 1,041. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that's all we got for college football. I mean, we are absolutely on fire right now. So if you got 45 minutes or 40 minutes to listen to the first part of this where we, we give our picks, or if you follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, whatever, uh, be sure to check us out this week because I'm positive we are going to go positive units again. I would be shocked if we don't. Actually, pretty pissed if we don't. But yeah, that's all I all I really got. Um, be on the lookout for a cool TikTok on Saturday. Me and Spencer might give you something something good. We were uh, a little nice on Monday. We we actually posted Jalen Hurts to score a touchdown twice. That's how much we like that bet. It hit easy. Hit easy, plus 125. One. Easy money. Huge week. Um, any closing thoughts from you two? Get ready to win money, boys. Spencer's cutting in and out. Sounds like a robot. Oh, is it really? Over there and burn. <laughs> I don't think I have anything. Dude's living in the sticks. Um, also, what do we think about FAU plus 20 against Purdue? feel like it's kind of a letdown spot for Purdue. Yeah. Got a Big Ten game next week. Like, they're probably not putting a whole lot of effort and game planning into FAU because they should win. Um, FAU is not a bad team either. I think I think this will be within two scores. I would think so, too. Especially with Jeff Brom managing on the clock like he does. <laughs> it really is bad. Like It's embarrassing. As a Purdue fan, it's like you love what he's, you love how he's turned around the program. You love the recruits he's bringing in. You love that people are actually going to games. Like I know five or six years ago, before they got Rondell Moore, like you could get a ticket for like six dollars, mm-hmm. and they beat a couple top 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 five teams, top ten teams. It's like we love to have him back, so it's hard to hate on the guy. But at what point he's cost them both their both their losses? Yeah, the week one they are they. If you don't count the final two minutes of the half and the end of the game, they outscore him like 31 to 14. Yeah, and, I mean, all he had to do is run the ball and make Penn State use their timeouts. Like, yeah, yeah you could argue Penn State still could have won the game, but it's a lot harder to win a game with no timeouts and, and a minute instead of three timeouts and two minutes. Like, mm-hmm. what are you guys doing here? 
And then the Syracuse game, you just you you got to be more disciplined than that. You can't have to you can't have an unsportsmanlike conduct and then get one as a coach. You got to be you got to understand the situation. And then they had a lot of dumb penalties that whole drive. Like make Syracuse beat you. That team cannot pass the ball. Yep, agree. One play of positive yards that they gave up and that wasn't a penalty like that and they were stopping sean tucker rushing too they did a good job yeah, shut him down produce defenses look pretty darn good this year other than um, turnovers that gave the other team good good uh field position but yeah i've been very impressed with Purdue's defense i thought they were just going to give up 30 40 points every game um obviously they sucked in the fourth quarter versus syracuse but a lot of that was them shooting themselves in the foot yeah and I know it's going to happen with college kids. You're 18 to 22-year-olds, but you can't give games away like that, especially on the road. There was, what, 50 seconds left? 30 yards penalty on the on the kickoff? Like that's, they score with seven seconds left to win, and I started crying. It's actually crazy. Like, I'm not that mad about it because we hit a plus 770 money line parlay with it, but it can't happen. can't happen. Um, thanks for listening to the Bomb Squad Sports Betting Podcast. If you are looking to open a new sports book to help make competitive lines to buy the best line around, we recommend using our code on PointsBet. You can find this link on Instagram. Uh, you'll see it in our highlights. Click the link, use our code BETBOM, that's B-E-T-B-A-U-M. You'll get a deposit match up to $2,000. So if you put $500 in, you get $500 with it. Put a thousand in, you get a thousand dollars with it, so on up to two grand. Uh, we get some buyback on that, and some of uh, a couple of us have kids in here, young kids that need food, diapers. Um, so if you want to sign up and help us out, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, you just let us know. We would love to hear from you. Any questions, comments, concerns, feedback? If we're doing something wrong. Tell us how do we how you think we should do it. Uh, yeah, we're. We're still kind of in our beginning stages. Like, we're kind of killing it. Humble brag, but there's always room for improvement. So we would love to hear from you. And if you could rate us five stars, we would love that as well. Thanks for listening.